Welcome to Coffee Break, a podcast of Riverside County Child Support Services. My name is Nathan Hartel. I'm your host. It's my pleasure to welcome our listeners back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. And it is my pleasure today to have a very special guest, two guests, in fact. And our focus today is going to be on veterans services. And so today we are uh, going to introduce to you and interview Grant Gouch the director of County of Riverside Veteran Services, also a retired uh, member of the U.S. Navy. So, Grant, welcome to our podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you, Nathan. Pleasure to be here. Excellent. So glad to have you with us. We're going to be talking to you in a minute uh, to get to know all about you, your passion for veterans, and what you guys do at Veteran Services. And also joining us today is one of our very own uh, Riverside County Child Support Services employees, Kat Garcia. I want to welcome you. She's going to kind of round out our conversation and help us uh, connect the dots with Veteran Services and our customers who may also be, be veterans at Child Support Services. So, Kat, thank you for joining us as well. Thank you, Nathan. Good morning, everyone. So one of the the greatest things about this episode for me is, um, you know, we have uh, Veterans Day coming up in November. By the time this airs, we'll be somewhere around there. And this is a really great opportunity for our podcast to be able to showcase and say thank you to our veterans. And for Grant and Kat, that includes both of you. So let me just start that way by saying I appreciate both of you. I appreciate your service to our country and just want to, again, express my thanks and appreciation for both of you being here. Um, Grant, I know that uh, I had mentioned you are a member of the U.S. Navy. And Kat, can you tell our audience uh, what uh, branch of the military you served in? Uh, yes, of course. So actually, I am currently a uh, U.S. Army reservist. Um, so I'm in the reserves right now, and I've been in for a little over seven years, currently enlisted as an E-6 staff sergeant um, in the Army reserves. My MOS is 27 Delta, so I'm a paralegal specialist. All right. That's great. That's exciting. And Grant, can yes. you tell our, our listeners a little bit about yourself and uh, your, uh, your service uh, to our country in the military? Sure. Yeah, I was a, a Navy submarine sailor. I was a sonar technician on fast attack submarines. I I was medically retired shortly into my second enlistment due to a service-connected disability, so that cut my career short. Uh, and But it was an honor to serve, and it was a great experience to serve our country. Then uh, after I got out of the service, I went on to college, and then while I was in college, I worked as a, as a uh, PA work-study student and uh, at the Department of Veteran Services here in Riverside County. And that's how I first learned of this of this department. And uh, I've been working for the department after I graduated. Uh, now it's been uh, for 24 years. Wow, so it's an honor to serve our brother and sister veterans, yeah. Well, thank yeah, thank you very much for that. And, you know, I'm always uh, impressed anytime, and this goes for both of you, anytime I hear anybody explain, you know, their service in the military and what they did, it always, it uh, it is impressive, and it, it's always exciting to hear about the work that you both um, have done and are continuing to do. Kat, can you tell our audience a little bit, too, just about uh, your role here at Child Support Services? You are both public servants. Uh, Grant just gave a little bit of a snippet about you know how he came to work uh, in the county uh, but Kat you know what what is your role with child support services and how long have you been uh, working for the county oh yes of course so I um, came over from San Diego County I live in Temecula so it's right on the border between San Diego County yeah. and Riverside County so I wanted to know more about the county in which I reside so I happily came over to Riverside County I uh, had the opening for the child support specialist and so I um, 
I got hired on in August of 2017 and been working as a child support specialist in enforcement, um, where for the last three years, I've been working in what's called SET, the special enforcement team. So our team handles some of the specialized enforcement actions that are ordered to pay the support. So things of, you know, credit reporting disputes, um, escrow demands, uh, transfers from one county to another county, um, and just a whole uh, other flurry of some actions that require, you know, some investigative um, mindsets for our team. But sure. I have been doing a lot of enforcement work. And so as a child support specialist, there's just so many people that you meet. I'm always happy to work with the parents, you know, whether it's the one that receives the support or is ordered to pay the support. And you just meet so many um, good people. And sometimes, you know, everyone has has challenging circumstances. So that's where our department steps in to kind of uh, review that and see what we can do to help um, the parents that are um, where we step in to help between the parents when we want to make sure that the child support or any support is granted to the children that need it. That sounds great. Thank you, Kat. I appreciate that. And, you know, you did mention challenging circumstances. Grant, I would imagine that uh, veteran services is no different, that the customers who come to your offices for help and assistance can certainly find themselves with some challenging circumstances in their life. I know that both of our agencies are engaging with customers where we're talking to them about things related to their money, related to their family structure, their children. And one of the things I do know about you, Grant, is that you know the veteran services role and mission in large part is to enhance the quality of life for all veterans in the county and their dependents. And when I hear that, it makes me think about our purpose and our mission uh, here at Child Support, which really does also include striving to help families be self-sufficient. And we do that through providing you know, child support and medical support. But um, you know, having said that, Grant, I, I would love to give you an opportunity here just to share a little bit more with our audience about um, County of Riverside Veteran Services. What is your agency all about? What is your passion for public service? And uh, what can you tell us about the availability of these services to, to our listeners? Okay. Essentially, County of Veterans Services, we're here to honor, like you said, honor our veterans and improve their quality of life. And we do that by help, helping them to get the benefits they've earned and deserve for their service to our country. Uh, most veterans aren't aware of all the benefits that they're entitled to when they get out. And, you know, they, they get out of the service, they go on to, to uh, you know, get jobs, go on, you know, start careers and start a family. And uh, not everyone checks into what services and assistance might be available for them. So we're here to help them trend when they transition out of the service and they separate. Uh, we want to get them to get a solid start and we like to get them enrolled in VA healthcare and uh, we assist them with applying for any disabilities or illnesses or injuries that occurred in service and then we're there for for them for their moments that matter in life uh, post-military life we're help we're here to help them with uh, linking them to employment services if they want to get their education we help them educate them on their their uh, benefits that they have for education then when it's time for them to get a home, they were there to help help them with getting their VA home loan or CalVet home loan. Uh, and then later on, to, during in their retirement years and as they age, we're here to help with their health and well-being. Uh, there's different benefits for aging veterans for if they need assisted living or caregiver support. Uh, there's either caregiver support programs or monetary benefits to help offset the cost of care. 
and then uh, finally at the end of their lives we're there to honor them and help uh, their surviving spouses uh, with uh, planning for burial benefits uh, making arrangements with the national cemetery uh, applying for the life insurance benefits and and uh, survivors benefits so we're here from the time of the discharge till the time they pass on for uh, for any of their needs that they may have and uh, one of the things uh, that most veterans aren't aware of is the, the education benefits in california that if a veteran has a service-connected disability rating of zero percent or higher zero uh, percent means it's something that happened in service that's permanent in nature but is not compensable but that's enough in the state of California for their dependents to be eligible to go to any community college, Cal State University or University of California and get their tuition waived. So that's a huge benefit, um, which helps family members, their dependents uh, with, with getting a college education. So we encourage all veterans to you know, stop by our County Veteran Service Office. We're here to, uh, to serve and we simplify the, the bureaucratic process of filing for benefits. It's a complicated process and our job with, we have accredited veterans representatives who are all veterans themselves. And, you know, so when a veteran comes in to see us, there's a bond, there's a common bond because we're brothers and sisters that served in the military. And they're also trained accredited experts in helping veterans get their benefits. So we simplify the process, cut through the bureaucratic red tape, and uh, we can, we help prepare develop, submit, and then case manage the claims until we get a decision. And then after we get a decision, we review it. If there's mistakes, we help appeal it. And uh, so we're basically advocates to help veterans get the maximum benefits they've earned and deserve. Yeah, that's a that's great to hear. And I, I really like hearing the part about, you know, that like-mindedness. And when a customer comes in, you know, to receive the help of the veteran services that you are viewing yourselves as, you know, brothers and sisters in service to the, to this country, uh, that that's something that uh, child support services, sometimes we have to work pretty hard at is to make sure our customers know, you know, that we do truly, uh, you know, care about them and their role as a parent and their family. And, and sometimes that's a challenge for us simply because of the, the history of our department. Um, so to have, folks come in, you know, to receive your services and have that kind of instant bond, I would imagine that's very, very significant because you've described a series of benefits that really run potentially decades in the life of your customers, right? I mean, they can go on for quite some time. So developing a true relationship, uh, effective communication between yourself and the customers, I would imagine is is absolutely essential. So can you tell me a little bit about you know, your great staff that you have working for you there at Veteran Services. Um, what makes them unique, significant? I know that you you really are passionate also about the, the work that they do there. And, you know, what can you share a little bit more in detail with our, our listeners about how they communicate effectively with uh, with your customers? Well, our team is, is pretty diverse. Uh, we've got veterans from the Army, uh, Marine Corps, uh, Navy, Air Force, we don't have any currently have any Coast Guard veterans with us, and uh, Space Guard I don't think is discharged anyone yet. Or <laughs> Space Force is new, so yeah. we haven't uh, encountered any Space Force veterans yet. But um, it's just having diversity, having served. When a veteran comes in, uh, it's sometimes easier to build that rapport, gain their trust, and uh, you know so they can let their hair down and and, and talk about what what happened in their service and what what their needs may be. Um, oftentimes a veteran that that may be experiencing post-traumatic stress 
uh, they're usually the last ones to know because they're 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 just living through what their day-to-day -day experience is like now because when they return back they're not uh, you know things have changed and they're usually the last ones to recognize it so we, we do comprehensive uh, benefits counseling and we interview them and find out what their experiences are and then let them know about resources and services uh, to explore if they have post-traumatic stress or not like the vet centers or just like the VA healthcare then there's OAF OEF uh, patient advocates and they help navigate the VA system to get them screened and and uh, diagnosed if they have post-traumatic stress and so having veterans who've served in Iraq and Afghanistan or who have served in the Navy or Air Force there's that uh, there's that common thread and and it helps to helps us to identify uh, and and relate to our veterans so I think that's important yeah absolutely it is um, you talked about cutting through the bureaucracy and trying to simplify the process for your customers that's that's something that we find uh, is important for us as well. The the less complicated it is, the more we can help a customer be prepared for what they need to do to engage with us. You know, when opening a case. So similarly, for customers listening who you know want to come down and speak with you know your staff, what you know advice would you give them in terms of you know should they simply pick up the phone and, and just start there? Do they need to kind of gather up a certain set of paperwork that will help them? Uh, to be a little bit more successful in, in, in working with you guys. What, what is the best advice you could give a listener who is thinking to themselves, you know, I've not reached out to veteran services. I, re I think I need to. What's the best uh, first step or two for them to take? First step is we, you know, veteran services, we can provide services remotely now. Uh, with COVID, we've learned we've learned that the use of technology, we can, we can actually do interviews over the phone. So we we do in-person appointments, but it's by appointment only. So we'd ask they call in advance and set up an appointment to speak to a veterans representative. And uh, we have a toll-free number that they can call. It's 844-737-8838. Uh, if they call that number, no matter where they're at in Riverside County, uh, when they dial that number, it'll ask them for their their zip code, they enter in their zip code, then it will transfer them to the nearest office as closest to them. Okay. Or they it, can call call our, our direct numbers. Um, we have three different office locations. I don't know if you wanted me to share those numbers. Yeah, I was going to ask you about, you know, geographically where you're located. And I think what we can do, we can absolutely list those here. We are going to um, type up and have included in our uh, podcast notes. And so it'll be written for anybody who is going to any audio platform you know, to listen to the podcast. They will be able to see your office locations and your phone numbers and all those details. Okay. Uh, but we, we can certainly do the phone numbers. Um, but you know, how far reaching are your services within the county? Riverside's a very large county. Um, are you extending you know, all the way out to, to Blythe? Are you mainly more you know, on, the, on the west end of the county? What, where are you located? Uh, well, we have an office in in Indio, uh, an office in Hemet, and an office in Riverside. Okay. But we do provide services out to Blythe. Uh, we have a field office in Blythe that we're going to start picking up again. Uh, it had been closed during COVID, but uh, when things open, as things are opening back up, uh, we'll pick up going to Beaumont, uh, Blythe, the Palm Desert VA Clinic, the Murrieta VA Clinic, and out to Menifee. And then uh, eventually we'd like to expand our services back open to over to the uh, uh, Corona area, to the Corona Vet Center, the Corona VA Clinic. Uh, 
so we we provide services throughout the county um, but if if you can't if it's a long distance for them to get to our office like i said they can call and we can do uh, an interview over the phone and they have the ability to actually prepare their claim and then we give them a, a code that they they go onto an app phone app called the finger ink dot or finger dot ink and with that we'll we give them a number and they enter it in and on a keypad and then they can sign uh, digitally on their phone and it transfers directly to the to the application form then we can digitally upload the form direct to the va uh, what's called the veterans benefit management system or vbms and it gets processed uh, from there so initially we can we can do it over the phone and then they can uh, schedule an appointment to have them either bring in the supporting evidence or they can mail it to us. Uh, so there's different options for how we can uh, provide service. Okay. One of the most important things, of course, is we need their DD-214. If they have dependents, we need a copy of their marriage license or a birth certificates for their children. Um, and if they have a copy of their service medical records, uh, that's, that's very helpful. If they don't, we can assist in ordering those or getting them. So it sounds to me like if a, if a customer was thinking to themselves that you know they don't necessarily have all that paperwork ready to go, I wouldn't. I would imagine you want them just to pick up the phone and call because you're saying you can help them locate some of the paperwork or request copies of it. So those shouldn't be stumbling blocks for anybody to reach out to you initially. Right. Initially, if, you know, hopefully they have their discharge papers. If they don't, uh, we can assist them with getting them from the National per Personnel Records Center. But the important thing is when they call, we can at least uh, file with the VA an intent an intent to file, and we can appoint have them appoint us as their veteran service organization that allows us to represent them, and that would initially uh, start the process for a claim. It it basically is it hold, it preserves the effective date. Then they have one year from the date of that intent to file to get their fully developed claim submitted. So uh, you know once we do the intent to file, then we can follow up request their records, uh, get get their medical information and their their service military records and and work on developing and submitting a fully developed claim for getting processed at a later date. Okay, sounds good. And then we, we've talked a little bit about the breadth of your services uh, geographically in the county. How many customers do you serve though? I would imagine um, in a county this size, there's a lot of veterans uh, that you are uh, actively serving and this probably includes um, you know services that are trickling over to their dependents as well so how many people are, are you serving in the county well riverside county's got the third largest veteran population in the state wow. we have approximately 116 to 120,000 veterans in riverside county and if you count their dependents and survivors there's approximately 300,000 dependents and survivors so total population served is approximately 420,000 veterans dependents and survivors in riverside county in a, in a Fiscal year 1920, we served almost 24,000 veterans, and we filed about 6,000 claims for benefits, and those 6,000 claims generated uh, $39 million in new benefits for veterans and their dependents in Riverside County. That's a large group of people that you're that you're serving, so that that's that's great. You know, I want to uh, kind of switch gears here a little bit, Kat, and bring you into the conversation. You know, I know that for child support services, uh, if if our audience members are listening and they're a veteran and they have a child support case and they happen to be the parent who is ordered to pay support, sometimes there are questions, 
you know, that come up about garnishment. Um, as child support customers will know, if you have a court-ordered uh, child support obligation and you are employed, typically what happens is a wage garnishment goes out to your employer and money is taken out of each paycheck and sent in uh, to child support to satisfy your monthly court-ordered uh, support obligation. But for a, a veteran who is receiving veterans benefits, you know, we typically do not garnish those benefits. Uh, so Kat, I guess just in general at a high level, the question is, you know, what would you like to communicate to our customers who may have questions about that? Uh, they are a veteran, they have an open child support case, and they just kind of need to better understand how to communicate with us at child support about those details. What, what message would you like to, to share to them? Sure thing, Nathan. So I think the most important thing um, for our office and for us to be able to get in touch with the people that we serve is to be able to really contact us and speak with your case manager. Because like you mentioned, a lot of the income um, with veterans is not really attachable or not really counted. Um, but there is um, things, income sources out there that may be attachable. And when we look at our veterans and when we look at a lot of the, uh, the, the, the ones that are in our communities, the income, we, we want to not count that income against them if we can help it. But if there are um, some income sources that we do have a right to, then certainly we'll uh, research and review that further. And it could be a case-by-case -case, uh, scenario, given that I know a lot of uh, veterans, like uh, Mr. Gauchi mentioned, that you know they, they do have some hardship circumstances that we need to consider. And we want to do our best to work with those parents. Um, but ultimately, they have to reach out to us so we can um, understand what their situation is and see what we can do within our limits to be able to better better help them or at least better uh, provide them with information so they understand um, you know our left and right limits so to speak. Sure. Yeah, I would agree. Reaching out is definitely the most important part. And I know that, you know, for child support services, you know, we work pretty hard to try to reach out to the community through a variety of different ways. You know, this podcast is is one of them. We really want to get the word out about our services. And, you know, my, my question uh, to you, Grant, would be, you know, where how is veteran services getting the word out to the community uh, about the services you provide is there anything else you'd like to share about how um, folks can contact you or maybe different um, unique ways that you're you're working to get the word out about your services well uh, well nathan you're, you've been helping us with <laughs> with this <laughs> podcast that's one way to help get the word out um, we also have a website and the easiest it's kind of a long website so the easiest thing to do is just google riverside county department of veteran services and that will pull up our website our office locations our hours of operation the services we provide uh, and so we use that um, also we, we uh, try to try to use the the facebook platform we do have a facebook page and uh, those are our main forms of uh, the rest is pretty much word of mouth. I mean, we work closely with the VA and with our state CalVet partners. CalVet has uh, what they call a link, which is a local inter, inter network agency uh, coordinator who goes out and into the community. And she also, they do uh, uh, TAP classes, which are transition assistance programs at the military bases. And when they do that, they invite us to come out and give a presentation to their men and women as they transition out of the military. And so in partnership with CalVet, 
that's a that's a good work, working relationship. Another thing that we do is uh, we're we do the DMV verification forms. Uh, if you want to get the veteran designation on your driver's license, uh, you have to come bring your DD-214 to our office and we complete a, a vet, DMV veterans verification form, which they would then take to the uh, DMV to get that designation on their driver's license. Uh, that's a great partnership because veterans who may have never never thought to check with us on their benefits, just want to get the designation on their driver's license. They come in and they speak to one of our representatives and we have an opportunity to interview them. And oftentimes they walk out leaving, having applied for several additional benefits they didn't know they were eligible for, like VA healthcare enrollment, um, possible disability compensation uh, and other benefits. So that's been a really successful way to reach veterans is the DMV driver's license uh, veterans verification. Okay. Now I've heard you mention a couple times, and uh, forgive me if maybe you've already answered this, but you know, is there? There's a lot of services that you provide, and I'm hearing you say a couple different times that there are services that your customers would be surprised to find out that they either qualify for or didn't even know that they exist. Um, what What do you think is the the biggest service available to your customers that they are surprised to know is even available to them? Is it the tuition and, and the education one? Is Is it something else? What What seems to be the you know, the biggest pleasant surprise uh, to a customer coming to Riverside County Veteran Services and they walk out thinking, wow, I had no idea that I could get that kind of help. Uh, the number one uh, disability rating for, for veterans is hearing loss and uh, tinnitus, which is ringing in the ears. Most military occupations are pretty noisy, working around flight lines, uh, working as an engineer around diesel engines or, um, you know, being in infantry. Or artillery, uh, a lot of noisy, a lot of noise exposure in the military, and so uh, sometimes uh, veterans will come in just inquiring about, you know, is there any help available for hearing aids to get my hearing tested, and then we we look at their discharge papers, see what their occupation was, and say, well, yeah, you know, you could get rated for service connection for that, and uh, after filing to get them rated, they can get co compensation, uh, free hearing aids, free health care. They may be over the income threshold, but if a veteran has uh, tinnitus, that's a 10% rating that qualifies them for uh, free health care through the VA with no income thresholds. And so they come in with just a general question about, you know, getting a hearing test or maybe help with hearing aids. They walk out and they're, they're getting compensated, uh, you know, free, free health care. And, uh, you know, that's just one example, but oftentimes a person will come in and, and we just, interview them and find out that, oh, you served in Vietnam. Did you know about Agent Orange or presumptive disabilities related to uh, exposure to Agent Orange while you're in Vietnam? And so uh, it, each case is different, but um, it comes out through the interview that if we can get them rated service connected for something, that opens up the doors for more benefits. If a, if a veteran is rated 50% service connected, for example, uh, he qualifies for reduced fee fishing license or hunting license. Uh, oftentimes you have veterans that are rated up 100% to 100% for service connected disability. And locally there's a, there's a property tax exemption for disabled veterans that are 100%. So there's various benefits and veterans don't know that about state veterans homes. If a, a veteran's elderly, uh, they have uh, they have independent living, they have uh, assisted living, uh, intermediate 
skilled nursing and skilled nursing memory care. Uh, there's eight different veterans homes throughout California. So, um, yeah, there's many different many benefits. But like I said, if we get a veteran rated for service connected disability, that College Fee program is a very, very popular program that's helped a lot of families put their kids through college. Yeah, I would imagine so. Well, I'm, I'm certainly glad that you guys are here to serve uh, the the residents and the veterans of Riverside County. Kat, I want to close out our time with, with you just by kind of uh, returning our, our conversation and our thoughts to the child support customers who are also veterans. Um, you know, if, if there's a, maybe a word of encouragement, um, you know, if there was a message that you would like to give those customers just based on your experience as a veteran, as a, an active uh, you know, reservist right now, um, and as, as a child support professional, as a public servant, you know, what would you like to say to our child support customers uh, just about engaging with us and, and working with us to, to help them uh, be reminded of, of how much we really do want to be of assistance to them? Oh, sure, of course. Well, I could start off by speaking personally because um, as a active reservist serving right now, I mean, my department um, has been wonderfully, wonderfully supportive um, for my military service. And so, you know, whatever I need to do, whatever missions I go out on, I have a very supportive team of uh, leadership and teammates that that help support me going to go do my military duty. So in the same token, you've got, you know, a lot of people out there that are veterans, like Mr. Gauchi mentioned, you know, with the, the difficult circumstances and maybe not even knowing about all the resources that are available to them. And so for our customers, you know, I can tell you that I know it's difficult, um, especially when you're navigating. I speak with, uh, as a reservist, a lot of times I go and serve with active duty component. And we speak with a lot of active duty um, men and women service members that may be leaving active duty service and not quite uh, not quite being able to navigate coming back into a civilian world and you know maybe they've got a court order where they don't understand what do i do with this you know i'm ordered to pay support you know i was um, deployed i was on orders um, as a reservist there, there's a lot of things to navigate but as you mentioned nathan that you know just communicating to our office is going to be one step in the right direction um, we do understand the the service was hard it's not easy to serve in the military there's a lot of environmental stressors there's a lot of uh, you know high level um, missions high level uh, suspenses that need to be met so we definitely um want to honor those that serve and we want to be able to help them in the best capacity that we can by speaking to one of our uh, case managers and you know seeing what their circumstances are we definitely want to only um as only assert against income that we can. That's why we stay on top of our uh, policies and procedures and working with state and federal guidelines just to make sure that um, each case is, is taken um, to the level that we need to make sure we are doing the right thing in terms of that family support, in terms of the children's support, and um, in getting the information to the veteran, um, whether they're the parent that's ordered to pay support or the parent that receives the support. Um, but our number one goal, of course, is to make sure that the children in these families are supported and getting the parents the information that they need so they understand the, the decisions that are being made um, and why. 
That's great. Kat, very well said. I appreciate that. It was a, a really a great uh, summary and a great connection. Um, I want to thank you again for your service and thank you, Kat, for being part of our, our podcast today. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. And Grant, as I uh, look at my coffee cup, I'm getting down to the end of my cup of, cup of coffee, which means our time together in this little coffee break is nearing its end. But I want to do the same thing. I want to give you the last word here and just ask you if there's anything else that we maybe have missed or haven't touched on about uh, veteran services, if there's a, a final word or message that you would like to give uh, our listeners uh, who need your services, I want to just kind of open the door for you to, to share that now uh, before we close our time. Okay. Well, first, I'd like to say thank you to Kat for your service to our country. And I hope that if you have any questions, you'll feel free to come reach out to us and we're happy to help. Um, yes, well, I guess sir. Thank mess- you. Oh, you're welcome. My, I guess my message would be, you know, to all our veterans, you, you know, you've served our country and you've earned the right to benefits. And I uh, just ask that you would contact us and let us help you, uh, one, you know, educate you about various benefits there are. There's local, state, and federal benefits. And also, we're here to help you obtain those benefits. Um, one of the things I didn't mention is we do also help, you know, homeless veterans. There's HUD bash vouchers. Uh, we help homeless veterans get signed up for health care, linked up with the housing authority and the HUD bash VA social workers at the VA. And we also work with, the, you know, those criminally involved uh, to, uh, through the justice system. If they have a veterans court program, we can assist them. Uh, as they go through treatment and then you know get a second chance. So there's a number of things we can do, but we're here to serve those who served and just encourage uh, all veterans and their families to to contact us so that we can try to help. That's great. Well, Grant, thank you very much for joining us today. I truly do appreciate your time. I appreciate uh, your service to our country as well as Kat. Thank you guys both very much. And to our listeners, uh, to our customers here at Child Support, to the customers, of County of Riverside Veteran Services for your service to our country for those that are veterans. We do thank you on behalf of Riverside County Child Support Services. I uh, want to ask our listeners to please remember to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, virtually any audio platform that you uh, choose and prefer. Uh, please check us out at uh, rivcodcss.com. You'll have uh, all the information about how to reach us and contact us. And I want to remind our listeners also, when we uh, interact with you, whether you're in our office, uh, talking with us virtually or on the phone, we would love to hear your feedback. So please take a a moment as you engage with Riverside Child Support Services to fill out a survey. Uh, Again, I want to encourage everyone to take a look at our show notes uh, for today's episode. Please, uh, you will find everything in there on how to contact Um, Riverside County Veteran Services locations, phone numbers, websites, everything you need will be there. Uh, So from us to you, thank you, and we will talk to you next time.